Hey everybody, it's Friday, February 17th, and this is The Manimal, live from Surprise, Arizona. So join me and Kevin tonight on Texas Rangers with the boys as we talk all things Texas Rangers spring training. I'm Jack Leiter, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of professional wrestlers who love the Texas Rangers. And it is exciting time of the year because spring training has started. And this is your boy Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can find me uh, on socials at on, on Instagram and on Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. That's F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And now we have a, a web page, a Twitter page, and an Instagram page for Texas Rangers with the boys. So you can link up to all of that at TexasRangers.com, or you can go to TX Rangers WTB at Instagram and at Twitter. So, uh, But enough about me, my co-host, the 300-pound man, well, man who is on the road making his way to Sunrise to uh, let everybody at the, the Texas Rangers spring training know all about this brand new Texas Rangers podcast, the Manimal, aka Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on socials? Well, first, I'm not exactly sure where Sunrise is, but I am actually in Surprise. Ah, ah that's where the Rangers? I know it was, and and you know we are the best with names. We talk mm-hmm. about it almost every time how great we are right. with names and stuff like yep. that. But I'm actually in Surprise right now. Um, the missus and I pulled into uh, town uh, today earlier. I got uh, I got outruled on going to the ball yard today because we made it to the casino instead. Because <laughs> what uh, what the missus wants, the missus gets. There we go. So we, we go. made sure we got. Uh, also, I have to admit something today that uh, I went to a restaurant in Arizona and I didn't hate it. You didn't. Like, what? And I'm talking. I didn't hate it. Ooh. Like it was like Arizona food, hmm. and like uh, an original Arizona restaurant. And you know how I feel about the New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, Southwest mm. food. Yeah, this place yeah. was fantastic. Um, I, I call. I believe it was called the Red Onion Grill. And um, it was somewhere between Payson, Arizona, and Sholo, Arizona, on uh, the, the fabulous 60 freeway. So maybe freeway is not the right word. Maybe the 60, like, U.S. highway or something. But anyway, <laughs> d- delightful trip today. It was, uh, it was a balmy 11 degrees this morning when I woke up in uh, Grants, New Mexico, and uh, we saw it all, Kev. We uh, we started with no snow. We worked our way all the way up to two or three feet of snow on the ground. Mm. And then we worked our way into Phoenix, Arizona, where there is zero snow. So mm. anyways, enough about my vacation. I'm in surprise. Tomorrow morning, I'm going down. We're going to watch some baseball tomorrow. At least I am. Yeah, I can't. I can't speak for the missus. She doesn't care about baseball. She, That's okay. she, you know, we'll we'll go to Ulta later in the day or something. Um, mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> um, Bro, are you going to make it through uh, the show? So, so anyways, I'm. Uh, 
uh, enough talking about me. We'll uh, we'll get uh, my socials out of the way. You can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal Three Hundred, TikTok at Bull Pro, handle Manimal, and Facebook. I noticed you said that we had a new Twitter and a new Instagram. You can tell that I'm on vacation because Texas Rangers with the boys doesn't have a new Facebook page yet. It does because it it does. Wait, wait. Whoa! It does, and I didn't mention it. Whoa! You because like, I thought maybe I could bring let you something know like this, this up. Segment. Yeah, like I bring something up. Just... <laughs> yeah. We do have a Facebook. Uh, so page you're telling me we started we started this show without a Facebook page, but now we have a Facebook page. So you're saying we started with no page, and now we have a page. We have a Facebook page that yes. I can promote too. It's a Texas yes. Rangers with the boys Facebook. All yes. my Gen X people, they're going to love it. They can't wait to get on Facebook to check mm-hmm. out Texas Rangers with the boys tonight. And uh, while you're there, follow Bull Pro. And uh, you can see all my uh, goings on in the Phoenix metro area this weekend. <laughs> awesome. What a great, uh, you know, sorry for the long intros, guys, but there's just a lot going on right now with the show. We're just trying to put as much effort as we can to get as much reach as possible because it's that time of the year. Uh, we feel like we have a solid foundation, and uh, we're just really excited to do what we're doing. But this is not a show about where you can find us on social media uh, or about our vacations. This is a show about Texas Rangers baseball. And before we get into the main Rangers news, there is a around the league news that does affect the Rangers and really is going to affect all of Major League Baseball, all baseball fans across uh, the globe. Um, and that's the Valley sports thing that's going on. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it should change the landscape of baseball as we know it, uh, if everything goes out the way it's looking like. Well, and we talked about it yesterday that we were going to talk about it, you know, and I'm not going to change anything up. I'm going, we're going we're gonna to talk about it today because I think that's more important. You know, normally we would talk about free agents and stuff like that, but today the free agent signing that we would talk about um, happened with this ball club. So, so yeah. we have no choice, but to talk about that during uh, the goings ons of the Texas Rangers, not the goings ons of around the major league baseball. So the goings ons about around major league baseball today is going to be about Bally's and how Bally's is one is on the verge of bankruptcy. Right. And right. what basically uh, Manfred is saying that is if Bally's, uh, sports networks go out, go bankrupt. Major League Baseball has the opportunity to fix the blackout problem. And basically, I, what I think and what I've seen other people say, and, um, you know, it, it helps, you know, form your opinion whenever you see smart people saying the same thing that you're saying is that <laughs> MLB is going to end up using this to take the, the local TV rights. And right. um, I think that's going to end up being a really good thing because it's going to spread the TV revenue out more equally. And I'm guessing that the Rangers being um, a, a larger market team, it's going to help them be, with their, with, uh, you know, making a little bit more money off of the local broadcast. Also not blacking everybody out and be allowing everybody in DFW to watch the Rangers play baseball, because this is, this is crap that yeah. at this point, in two in 2023, with everything that we have, people are having to pay 9.99 a month 
to the Bally Sports Network just to watch Rangers and Mavericks games. They can't mm-hmm. get it on cable. They can't get it with their uh, with any of their um, the uh, app programs that they have on their Roku's, their Fire Sticks, their smart yep. TVs, and they're, they're they can't watch their local sports teams play. There are a lot of people in Dallas, Texas, right now that don't get to watch Luka Doncic, Corey mm. Seager, Jake Degrom. We have three of the top athletes in sports playing on these two teams. Not to mention Kyrie Irving right now playing for the Mavericks. How mm-hmm. I mean, and no one gets to watch them play except for people that have Direct TV. Those are the yeah. only people. That's the only reason I have Direct TV. I I don't have Direct TV to watch anything else. I don't watch anything else. I watch the Big Ten Network. Mm-hmm. I watch. Um, Bally Sports. That's it on Direct TV. I mean, I might catch a little bit of Major League Baseball Network here and there. I might watch some ESPN here and there when there's a team or a game that I want to watch. But for the most part, I mean, I have that solely to mm-hmm. be able to watch Bally Sports. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's also too interesting. Um, you know, this is going to give the MLB TV or MLB Network. Uh, I mean, this will make it as the probably one of the best. It, I mean, I, I know NFL Sunday tickets a huge deal, but it's so expensive. But this will be a huge deal. Uh, this will put the MLB streaming uh, service at probably at the top with the NFL, just because it's already a good service. It's just you can't watch the games, all the games you want to watch. Uh, the other thing I, I want to say, I was I heard uh, Bryce Patrick uh, talking today that they were, there was a payment that Bally had to make and they didn't make their, it was like $147 million payment. They didn't make it. So that means they're going into bankruptcy. I mean, unless something crazy happens, they are going to go into bankruptcy. Well, and weren't we just joking? Go that Bally sports is basically a money laundering scheme. (laughs) We were joking. Oh man, we were joking about it. Now it's like, that could be the case. Yeah, when you watch it, it just yeah, exactly. I mean, when you watch the show, I mean, like when you watch it, like really and truly, like all you get commercial-wise is Bally Rally and you know uh, an ACC basketball commercial. And that's well, yeah, it. nobody like, nobody watches nobody can watch mm-hmm. Bally Sports, so why would local buy into it? Right, would, nobody's I mean, so buying any ad time. It, I think, How are they yeah. paying any bills? And you know what? One good thing is if Manfred finally owns local TV rights, he can finally do what he really, really wants to do and cut those commercial times from two minutes and 30 seconds down to two minutes. And we can finally play baseball in two hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> Problem you solved. Think, you, th- you think maybe just charge more for the ad time, but I'd be all There's for it. There's absolutely so. no chance that he would do that. It's never go- That's never <laughs> going to be the case. But anyways, I, I mean, I think we kind of both have the same opinion on this that, you know, like, I mean, it's going to be a good thing for the game. It's going to be a good thing for providers. It's going to yeah. be a good thing. And I think it'll be a good thing for places like ESPN and um, Fox Sports and maybe even like CBS Sports um, and, and big companies where um, baseball will be readily available to buy, where it won't be just ESPN having rights on Mondays and Sundays and MLB Network having rights on certain nights where they can show games where you're going to actually get to see games and competitive games, hopefully, on big providers throughout the week. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of upside to it, and I think it's going to make baseball a whole lot more accessible. 
Uh, but I, we do we do have to talk a little bit just about how this might affect the Rangers um, because they do have, I believe, like a 10% stake in it. So there's going to well, be a revenue hit for all these teams. The, the it, Cardinals uh, are another one. A little bit, yeah. I mean, any, well, any team that uses Bally's because they've all got such big, giant contracts with them. I mean, they're all close to billion-dollar contracts with with what was Fox Sports Southwest that's mm-hmm. now turned into Bally's and, and you know, the uh, – you know, like when you sell out to a money laundering company, you know you get you get this. You know, it is what it is. I, I I mean, I don't think that I don't think it'll have huge implications, but you'll definitely see it kick back early on, right? I mean, a, a yeah. real. A, um, but you know, un, enough about Bally's. They've got enough time on our on our podcast today. I think right. right. Yeah. Um, the well, Rangers did I... something today. They. I don't know if well, it's wait, to move wait, anybody. Wait, 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 oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, sorry. Wait, hold on. Yeah, hold I know. On. We got to do something, right? League. We got to pay bills. Yeah. yeah, this is the around the league part. We, before we go into Rangers talk, real Rangers talk, uh, we got we to gotta talk a little bit about uh, Texas Roughhouse Wrestling and how they're partnering with Matt War Pro on uh, March 31st for Trouble on the Trinity Part 2, where we're going to crown the Trinity River Heritage Champion. Sounds like I got all of that right. And they are going to be doing this at Martin House Brewery. So it's a it's a big event coming up. We're going to be publicizing this thing just as much as we're going to be publicizing opening day, which is the day before. So a lot going to be going on. What a huge weekend for Texas Rangers with the boys. Uh, we will be out there at this event uh, in our Rangers gear, talking about what happened on opening day when Jonathan DeGrom got his first no hitter on opening day that he'd never, you know, in, in major league history, it's going to be a huge day uh, for, for the podcast. And you give you the opportunity to come out and talk to us about baseball, watch some wrestling, and then have some Martin house brews or uh, brewskis if you're into that sort of thing. And the other thing that's kind of cool about this is on March, uh, the whole month of March, um, Manimal is going to be hanging out at Buffalo brothers, the downtown Fort Worth having a uh, hundred wings at a time. Uh, and and if he at least you know, at least a hundred wings, he's going to be talking baseball with you guys. But a rare thing is going to be happening. He's going to be watching Monday Night Raw and talking wrestling. So you know yeah, your boy Ken is going to have to get out there for a little bit of that, just because I never get, I, we talk almost every day, and he won't talk wrestling with me. So I'm going to be out there making him talk wrestling with me at least one or two of those days. So come out there and hang out with us. Anything you were going to add to it, brother? Ah, no, nah, we went long enough on the commercial. <laughs> awesome. So let's go ahead and segue and talk about the Rangers. And uh, like now, I will now turn the, to turn the uh, microphone over to you, and you can tell us about uh, the big news in the Texas Rangers today. Well, I got, you know, it's, it's big news in the sense that uh, we're so limited on news in Major League Baseball right now <laughs> that isn't a waiver claim or a guy uh, getting a minor league deal with the roster invite. Um, but uh, the Rangers went out today. They, uh, you know, we've talked all winter long about left field. Mm-hmm. We've talked about do they have a left fielder? What are they going to do out there? Bubba Thompson didn't uh, take that job last year. Um, what are they going to do about left field? And, uh, you know, they went out today. They went and got Robbie Grossman. Uh, Robbie Grossman has in the past, Hit lefties, hit lefties mm-hmm. exceptionally well. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't hate Robbie Grossman. I'm not super excited about Robbie Grossman either, 
but he helps with their timeline as far as what they think they have prospect wise. So Robbie Grossman, you know, we've talked about there's probably there were probably better left fielder uh, candidates than a guy like Robbie Grossman, but Robbie Grossman's coming at a year and two million with a possibility of five if he hits all of his incentives, which mm-hmm. I mean, for all I know, could be. 20 home runs, which he's only done one time in his career, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, 25 doubles, which I think the same, maybe one time in his career that he's had something like that happen. You know, so those incentives could be something like that, or you know, hit 900 ops against left-handed pitchers, something mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, I'm not 100% sure what they are, but at the same time, you know, I mean, they don't give out a ton of incentives, incentives that they want to pay. You know, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, if they no. pay him, they're going to be happy because that means he had a good season. But they're not giving it out there just because they want to. They want to see that. So, um, I, I I don't know about you, and I'll throw it back to you in just a second. But I'm not super. You know, like I mean, Robbie Grossman as a platoon player playing left field with someone like you know for set for example, you, you know, uh, Brad Miller. Ooh, right, I mean, we all we all know that. Um, but he's a left-handed bat. Robbie Grossman hits left-handed pitchers well. You know, the two of them playing together out there in a platoon situation may be what we see in the beginning of the year with Bubba and Zeke starting the season at AAA and mm-hmm. and using their options in the years while they've got these two guys under contract. And you know, I mean, they may like the idea of Zeke being a utility infielder. Like the idea of Josh Smith being up and playing a little bit more, and then maybe the idea that Robbie Grossman platoons with Josh Smith in left field because lefty righty. Um, but if Robbie Grossman makes a team, it's going to be playing left field, and he might DH a little. But other than that, I, I don't see anywhere else on the field that he's going to play, and and I don't see anybody losing too much playing time to him outside of guys that have options like like. Bubba and and Zeke and maybe Josh Smith because all three of those guys have plenty of options. They've got two for sure because they used their first one last year. Yeah, I mean, it could be a strategy of, of you know, giving those guys the opportunity to get a little bit of a runway uh, in the minors um, and then, you know, let him and – let Grossman and uh, and uh, ugh, Brad Miller – uh, yeah. get some get some PT out there. I, I really think like it's funny because I think if you know I think I think Robbie Grossman's kind of almost like um, Josh Smith's like ceiling to some extent, but he can play more positions and he's a much better defensive player. But offensively, yeah. Grossman reminds me a lot of Josh Smith. Uh, so I, I I get the move just like we we were talking off air that I think it, it it's almost like you got about six six million dollars or so invested in a righty left, left field. DH. Yeah. yeah, DH yeah. left field left kind field. of guy. And I don't hate it just because it's a, it's probably more of an insurance thing than anything. Um and again veteran players don't can't hurt you uh as long as they're not really stunting the growth of the guys that you're trying to see move up. Well uh, I, I do think, like this uh, and we also oh, as far as it comes to DH, sorry to talk over you. I mean but I think that we like the idea that if if Mitch Garver is playing at his ceiling, he could take most of those DH at bats, um, and and you can focus these guys more on left field until you decide that you've seen enough, or you know the, they're playing well enough to 
you know, keep them justify keeping them there, or you get to the trade deadline and you want to upgrade at the trade deadline. Right. And and I think too, like it, it's in an, in kind of a, a similar kind of way. It's a little bit of Mitch Garver insurance too, just to help you have somebody there, have an extra veteran there just in case Garver is, uh, does get hurt. So, mm-hmm. the, I mean, there, I, I think there's a benefit. I think this is the, again, we're seeing a, a lot more of the strategy of the Rangers right now. Uh, because the same kind of thing with Matt Moore, they didn't sign him because he was too expensive. I think Robbie Grossman, they he was the right fit for what the, he was. It seemed like they were looking for something specific, um, and he was kind of right there what they wanted. Well, and uh, I so think again, again he with Profar being another mm-hmm. one of those guys, I think he's going to want too much money, and that's mm-hmm. why we're looking at Robbie Grossman instead mm-hmm. of Jerks and Profar. Just well, the same reason that- why. We're looking at Zach Britton on a one-year instead of Matt uh, Moore. Right, and I also like that this is an incentive-based uh, contract that, that kind of gives Grossman a little something to play for. And if he goes out there and goes 20, you know, goes 20-20 and gets on base at a 350 clip, we're like, whoever signed this guy's a genius. Yeah, so, perfect. That's you know, fine, yeah. Um, so, I, I don't think he will, though. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think he will. But if he does, I mean, good for him. And if him and Brad Miller can platoon enough to be a decent left fielder, that's that's fine, too. You know, well, that, that's fine. It's just final uh, thoughts. Final thoughts on, on him is that I, I hope he doesn't play and I hope Miller doesn't play because Bubba Thompson, Josh Smith, Zeke Durand, these guys are playing too good. Uh, to let these guys have the opportunity to get on the field. Yeah, and I think um, we're going to be – That's ta- my hope. And, yeah, and I think we're going to be talking about uh, guys like Evan Carter and uh, Aaron Zavala by the end of this season being guys that we want to see up now. Mm-hmm. And especially if Evan Carter just rakes at double mm-hmm. A and, and Zavala comes back from this, this – uh, and in, in inner what is it the inner elbow Tommy John older mm-hmm. uh, repair <laughs> um, if he comes back from that and he's playing and still you know I mean if he's a four four twenty on base guy again mm-hmm. for a couple of months at Frisco he's going to move on he's going to move yep. on and he's going to move up and and they want to get those guys ready because I mean they're part of that youth movement that's coming and hopefully this time it's more more ready to weather the storm than the last group of uh, prospects uh, did. That's right. basically, I mean, because they made it to the big leagues, the Mazaros, Gallows, Odor, Odors, mm-hmm. they made it to the big leagues. They just didn't weather and, and stay productive for a, a, a clip. And, you know, Gallo has a chance to rebound and, you know, I mean, and probably Mazzara's on somebody's um, non-roster invitees, and Odor probably will be at some point too. But you know, let's let's hope this next round of guys coming up are going to be better than those guys. Agreed, agreed. Um, I feel like we had one other Texas Rangers tidbit of news to talk about. Oh, what could we talk about? It's like something there, about just on the tip of my tongue. Oh man, it's like what it's like, is that mm, news? Oh, it's, oh, it's oh. like it's not a story, but it is a story, even hey. though it's not a story, <laughs> but it's a story. 
Yeah, but I have something funny to tell you. Okay, at least see if I can find it on Twitter while we're I'm trying to buy some time here because it was really oh. a funny tweet about Evan Grant with Evan Grant um, with his Jake DeGrom tweet. I can't remember what I can't find it right I, now. I, I to... saw the same one and I know what you're talking about and it was kind of like the it is a thing, but it isn't a thing, but it's a thing. Yeah, I, I saw what you were yeah, talking about. Yeah, here it is. About. Here it is. Evan Grant, for your DeGrom panic watch, he probably won't pitch tomorrow, maybe Sunday or Monday. Like, no sources, just just Evan Grant going off of his gut, I guess. Uh, well, for... knowing knowing that it isn't going to happen tomorrow is, is probably as, as good as anything, right? <laughs> then from there, it's just speculation, but... Uh, uh, I saw that Degrom said that he was he was dreading having to go in and say like, "Hey, you know, I'm feeling a little bit of tightness because of how this was going to happen, and exactly what he thought was going to happen happened." Yep. So you know, I mean, we'll see him in like what sixty days, ninety days, something like that when the yep. when the uh, when his first sixty day DL stint is up here in uh, in June. So. Um, but no, I don't want to get too much into that, but I, we will talk about it because it's, it's a story. That's not a story. That is a story. That's not a story. Right. Cause yep. uh, anytime, anything that even sounds like Jake DeGrom is hurt is going to be a story, Yep. but I can't imagine left stiffness in his side is much more than left <laughs> stiffness in his side. Um, oh. I I can't imagine that that's going to be something that when we uh, look back on uh, the year in review of Jake Degrom that we're talking about left side stiffness um, any more than how it was a story uh, that wasn't a story that was a story. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's not a whole lot more to like talk about on this except for just the fact that it's a little bit comedic and that it is funny. You know, that we're just—it's just, you know. It well, is what I mean, it is. It, and it and it was funny yesterday on Twitter when everybody was like, "See, I told you so. He's hurt. He's always hurt. He can't do anything without being hurt. Guy's always hurt. Yep. See, I told you. Good thing the Mets didn't sign him. He's always hurt. You know. So yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, Def Grom, Def Grom, Def four. Grom four. I, I'd <laughs> almost, you know, like today, it's like might be on that edge, but I, I don't think we need to use. Uh, his uh, his scope of of Jake Degrom, but it is a it is a funny it is a funny little scope. <laughs> well, on it just it. I just think it's funny because it it kind of lends to the to the kind of the silliness of the of the severity of it, if you know what I'm saying. Like it just Agreed. it's it's just like is it really that serious? But but it's it, in the eyes of people that are looking at this guy as a guy that, you know, he just signed a really big contract and, you know, after everybody said, Oh, he's only going to get three years. He got five years with an option for a sixth. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I think that there is going to be a lot more eyes on that from the whole national perspective. I mean, I saw that they uh, had the Rangers, I think, uh, winning 78 games this year. Yeah. Uh, was what I saw coming out today. That's, uh, I mean, if, if Jake DeGrom's healthy for the whole season and they only win 78 games, we're all going to be really, really disappointed around here, aren't we? Yeah. 
I mean, kind of. I mean, I, I know this is going to sound really weird coming from me because I'm probably the hardest uh, Rangers fan in the in the world in some cases to please. But and I, I'm just I'm ecstatic with the effort that they're making. They brought in a big time manager. They've brought in like they've spent money on free agency. They've developed players in the minor leagues. They're bringing in consultants. I mean, multiple starting done, pitchers. That yeah, are everything they've done not is even. Just, We started talking this stuff, you know, at at length, probably, I guess, in 2018, 2019. And, you know, all I wanted them to do was try and and sign some pitching and and really put an effort into it. And so they've really done everything I, as a fan, wanted them to do, minus change their spring training hats. So right now I'm as happy as I can be as a fan. And if, if, if everybody gets hurt and it all goes up in flames, it's really hard to blame like the team at this point. It's only if the players go out there and tank and they don't play well, then you blame them. But the organization, I feel like built a brand new stadium. I mean, they've done everything that that we as fans could ask. And all I ask now is that we continue regardless of what the outcome is this year, keep pushing, keep trying. Isn't that enough right there in its own right to push the what we've been kind of pushing as our slogan is to go out and support this thing. Go yep. out and go out and let the Rangers know that you're appreciative of their efforts. Because yep. this isn't a team that five years ago, whenever they kind of blew up that sixteen thing that that mm-hmm. was the last division champion. I mean, they didn't make those efforts at any point between then. And in 16, they had a team. I mean, they bring Ian Desmond back. They bring back uh, Carlos uh, um, Gomez. They go out and get some of the pitching, bring Darvish back here. You know, I mean, they could have made efforts to win Mm -hmm. again in 2017, and they didn't. And, you know, we kind of, you know, I, I mean, I've been very critical of them since then until about last year when they did start making some moves. And then this year, seeing those moves being followed through on, it's uh, it's a little bit easier right now as a fan to be like, let's get excited about this thing and let's support this thing. And I think everybody else should kind of jump on that bandwagon too that we've been kind of talking about and, and support this thing because this is something that, you know, we didn't think was going to happen. So now that it's happening, we got to go out there. We got to get to the ballpark. We got to go out and support this thing. And that's right. why, and that's why I'm in surprise right now because I'm supporting this thing. Right. I, I think that this is the best, uh, the best effort the Rangers have given in a lot of years, and uh, you know, and I, that's why I'm here to support it. I love it. I love it. Hey, and I agree the same thing uh, with my with my co-host, man, co-host and friend. Uh, we we are we are Rangers fans. We have been through thick and thin with this team. Uh, we we love every bit of it, and we are just really ecstatic that they've put in the effort they put in. So when an organization makes a commitment like they're making right now, um, it's our job as fans to say, hey, we support this, and we want to see more of it. And we do that by showing up to the stadium, by watching the games on television, hopefully as long as we can get some hopefully, yeah, of way yeah. to watch it. Uh, buy the gear, buy the merchandise, support them in every way and, that you can. Go onto social media, you know, follow their accounts. Uh, and speaking of merch, go ahead. And speaking of merchandise, did you see that the Rangers today they nixed the red in favor of the powder blue? 
yes. whenever the uh, uh, for uniforms because they were they're only able to wear four now. So it looks like uh, um, the the red is a thing of the past for the Rangers, which um, I guess we'll be parting like it's nineteen ninety three, huh? Yeah, yeah. The last yeah, time well. the Rangers didn't wear red. So, anyways, well, we could finish it up there, but I just wanted to bring that little note up because you said merchandise, and yep. we won't be having the red hats anymore. And I don't know, red isn't a on me, anyways, because I kind of look like the Kool Aid Man wearing it. <laughs> well, That's one hey, problem with being three hundred pounds. Well, hey, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, we're really excited about the season. We're in spring training. It's real. It's happening. It's here. And uh, we, we're ecstatic about it. We look forward to uh, getting back with you guys on Monday. Uh, everyone, we want you all to have a great weekend. Stay safe out there. Uh, keep updated on Twitter. Shout us out. Go follow us on social media. Texas Rangers with the boys.com is live. You can find all of our links to social media and to every bit of our streaming platforms out there. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for your support. And this is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.